Good morning, it's July 6th. This is To My Liberal Friends. Supreme Court is not normal. We need to expand the court. We need to impeach justices. These are all the claims made by liberals and Democrats when decisions don't go the way they want them to be decided. But the real question is, how does the American public think of some of these controversial decisions? So let's take a look at the three decisions that came down at the end of the Supreme Court term. The first was on the use of affirmative action in college admissions. If you listen to those on the left, you would have thought the world was coming to an end. Both Biden and Obama had to chime in about how terrible this decision was. But 63% of Americans polled agreed with the decision. The question was asked shows some interesting data. And here's the question, quote, would you support or oppose the Supreme Court banning colleges and universities from considering a student's race and ethnicity when making decisions about student admissions, end quote. And that's a pretty straightforward question. And as I said, 63% supported the ban. But the breakdown by race was also very interesting. White people polled supported the ban with 66% agreeing with the decision. Hispanics came in at 60%. Uh, Asia Pacific Islanders supported the ban with 65%. And most surprising number was black people polled were almost evenly split with 47% supporting the ban and 53% opposing. A similar poll by the CBS News YouGov showed that 70% opposed using race in admissions with only 30% supporting it. To most people, this seems un-American and racially biased. And I agree with the decision because we cannot become a colorblind society as long as we're using race in determining key issues. And more and more families become multiracial when you decide is someone one race or another. If one parent is black and the other white, why would the child be classified as one race over the other? And over several generations, what percentage of one race does a person have to be to claim that race? The next big decision last week dealt with whether a web designer could refuse to provide services to a gay person because of religious beliefs. This is a difficult one for both myself and a lot of people. The Supreme Court legalized gay marriage in 2015, and at that time the public was split pretty evenly about whether a business that provided wedding services could refuse based on religious beliefs. But in 2018, another poll showed that by a two-to-one margin, it would be wrong for a florist to refuse to provide flowers for a same-sex wedding. The public also seemed to strongly support the right of gay people to marry, with about 70% professing support, even a majority of Republicans. This particular case was pretty nuanced. The question on the poll was also direct, quote, some business owners object to providing services in situations where this could be suggest support for beliefs about lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender LGBT issues that they have personal religious objections to. For example, a designer of wedding websites who has objections to same-sex marriage, unquote. That's kind of a nuanced question. But this time around, 60% of adults polled said they should be able to refuse. Republicans in the poll said they should refuse by a margin of 82%. Democrats were on the other side of the poll with only 40% agreeing with that question. And as I said, it was nuanced because it specifically mentioned wedding issues. But I suspect we are treading on thin ice here. What if the issue was refusing to seat a black couple in a restaurant? Clearly that would be discriminatory and should not be tolerated. We had the case of the Virginia restaurant refused to provide service to a Christian advocacy group. The Civil Rights Act of 1964 states that businesses like restaurants, federal and state laws do not allow discrimination based on protected classes such as race, religion, sex, and more. In the decision, Justice Gorsuch wrote the majority opinion and framed it as a free speech issue since the creation of a website would involve writing things the writer might not agree with. 
As I said, this is a very nuanced case, and I suspect we will get another test case in the future. Personally, I think if you're open for business to the general public, then you should be obligated to serve or provide services for anyone that attempts to engage you for these services. The last of these three decisions concerned President Biden's attempt to cancel student debt. Now, for the record, I've been opposed to this for so many reasons. Once you start canceling a debt of any kind, you set a dangerous precedent. As was stated by Chief Justice John Roberts, even Nancy Pelosi made it clear that this was not a power possessed by the president, but rather was a power reserved to the Congress. Interestingly enough, most Americans seem to support some debt relief. I think the numbers used by the Biden administration are way too high. Biden would forgive up to $10,000 for injured individuals making $120,000 or less and for married couples making up to $250,000 a year. Excuse me, but I think any couple making $250,000 a year can certainly afford to pay their student loans. The same for an individual earning $125,000. The polling on that decision, the public seems to support the decision. Even they supported canceling some amount of debt, but most Americans thought Biden had exceeded his authority. I also think that the numbers supporting his plan are skewed because of the direct financial benefit to so many. I believe this was an open attempt by Biden to buy the votes of those owing money, and his latest plan is more of the same. There's a reason that student debt is the only debt you cannot cancel under bankruptcy. If you could, students would borrow the max every year, and a few months after graduation, they would all file for bankruptcy. And that just doesn't work. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.